Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. Typically, our Tuesday episode is Tyler and I teaching something that we learned from the guest that is coming out on Thursday. But Asian, she was so good that we have Athena Brownson with us today to do the teaser because it was amazing. Genuinely, it was so good. Uh, I It was just good. Please, let's do it on Thursday. Share it with your <laughs> friends. But we're going to talk about, so this episode is going to be valuable to you all as well. We're going to just talk about some of the things that stood out to us most during that conversation. We hope that it will be impactful about grit, about facing adversity, which is a topic we all need to talk about more openly. Uh, and so we're going to share some of that. But before we do that, uh, as usual, let's start with some bad dad jokes. So <laughs> Athena, you seem really confident. Will you go first on this one? I I probably just think I'm funnier than I am. Okay, guys, okay. this is not only a dad joke, but it is a real estate dad joke. So if oh. you need something to break the ice with your clients, That's good. That's I've good. got your back. Um, Ready, guys? Da, da, yeah. da, 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 please. How does a penguin build his house? It glues it together. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's fantastic. That's go. genius. For you. genius. Yeah. She does yes. present them so much better than yeah. me. She does. I agree. It's all about I, the presentation. Yeah, it is. It's the it presentation. Um, so with that in mind, Tyler, why don't you present your yeah, ter- well, I, don't I, don't I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but so I have two uh, twin boys, Max and Brady, um, and it was their birthday uh, on Thursday and they turned four. Um, but we were hanging out downstairs, Chelsea and I were downstairs and, uh, they came down first thing in the morning and I didn't even recognize them because I'd never seen them before. Uh, <laughs> Hey, that was pretty good for you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, that was amazing. That is, that's amazing. Make up a real life dad joke moment. Well done, man. You know, it's funny. Cause that reminds me a friend of mine named Sam who has twin daughters, uh, he actually is in a band full time. He's a drummer, so he named his kids Anna One, Anna Two, <laughs> Anna One, Anna Two. That's uh, great. How do you not think that's funny, Tyler? At least Athena laughed. I'm dying. Yours was really funny, Tyler. I gotta admit, this is probably the first time in my life where you and I have done dad jokes head to head, and yours was way better. Yeah, that one time down I'm Cherry Hill, Little Giants. <laughs> yeah, right. I think this is a more memorable moment than when you played professional baseball. This is important. This is, is that, a moment in is history. That, right. right. We'll put it on yeah. the list. Okay. We'll put it on the list. Put it okay. on the rock. So on as the- we <laughs> talked about, we've got Athena Brownson with us for this episode. Uh, just, just talking about what we just spoke about, which again is coming out on Thursday about grit and, and overcoming adversity. So I just want to open up to y'all, you know, um, what are some of the things that stuck out to you? Just anybody jump in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to jump in real quick. I mean, so Athena's story is amazing and we're kind of like putting the cart before the horse here to tease it all out, but just brief thing. So Athena was a 
former professional skier, just an incredible story and testimony and how she's got to where she was in life. I want to ask a question because I didn't get to ask it on the last podcast. Athena had nine ACL surgeries um, throughout <laughs> her career. And I just, I'm, I'm curious, like how you responded. So as similarly going through an injury, recovering, coming back, the mindset of like, I just got punched in the teeth. Am I ever going to get back on top? Um, of my sport. Like, and so relating that to like for agents, like you get punched in the teeth, you have a bad month, you have a bad, bad year. Like, how did you respond like mentally to like that lie that creeps in? Like, I'm never going to be on top of my game again. Mm, great question. Absolutely. So I, I was definitely really fortunate in having coaches that not only could train me physically, but mentally. Um, and what they, you know, when you get hurt, but you're so passionate on something, I think you have to have the ability to keep your eyes on the other side, on the, on the other, on what your goal is. And for me, the best tool that I used to really get back on the horse, so to speak, um, because when you're recovering from an ACL, it's not like you can go back out immediately and hit a jump and get that out of your system. Like you're thinking about it for six months. So what I learned to do, and I honestly do this with real estate all the time is really focusing on visualization. So for me, when I was hurt, I would visualize what a perfect run would look like. I would Mm -hmm. visualize landing tricks that, you know, anytime I wanted to learn a new trick, I'd visualize it. And if I could land it in my head, I could land it on the snow. And I think that was one of the uh, key factors in keeping me sane while recovering over and over and over again. But I think if you're spending that time that could be used thinking really negatively to create something Mm. positive, you're visualizing your success, you're visualizing your listing appointment going well, you're visualizing, you know, helping a family find their house, whatever it may be, that that, you know, you're, you're putting that out into the world that you can accomplish it. So for me, it was really visualization and my tribe taught me that my coaches taught me that. And they Mm -hmm. taught me the, the importance of mental, mental toughness and, and consistency with that. Mm -hmm. I love the conversation too, around, I mean, you talked about facing adversity and you said, look at it square in the eyes. And it does strike me as, you know, a lot of it, I think this is true. Like we dance around it because we name it something else, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's not adversity. Like that's just a hiccup or, you know, that's just a little sidetrack. It, it'll be fine. And oh. instead of looking at it square in the eyes, we just pretend like it's something else. And, and like you said, maybe it's trying to ignore that. I mean, I've even done that in, in, in my, my own uh, real estate team. Oh, yeah, and this yeah. was, a, yeah, this was a leadership problem, but like my agent and my director of operations were just spatting a lot. And honestly, I was like, I just don't want to deal with it, nor do I have time to deal with it. And so I kind of just ignored it for way too long and it just got worse. And for whatever reason, I thought, oh, if I ignore a problem, it'll clearly just get better. Like that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. But we do it all the time. Right. Yeah. But like, I finally had to say, man, but this is what's actually going on. I need to get them in a room with me and we just need to figure it out. And we did, and it was amazing and we were better for it. Right. But Mm -hmm. so much is like, we just label it wrong. I think because we're afraid to admit that we have adversity and recognize Mm -hmm. it. And I I know that, you know, you said in that same vein, like you said, don't isolate yourself from your Mm -hmm. tribe. People need to know that you're not okay. And they'll mm-hmm. help you like they, mm-hmm. they will. People want to help you, but they can't help you if they have no idea that you need help. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so I just love, I, I love that you talked about that. 
I think we forget that we're human and that everyone goes through challenges and we're not supposed to do them alone. So whatever, you know, whatever challenge, whether it feels, you know, very big or small, it is acknowledging, you know, acknowledging that challenge that you're facing, looking at it square in the eye. And I, I get a really good visual in that that kind of makes it like, it gives you a little bit more power. Like, okay, like I'm looking this in the eye. I can do this. You know, if if you're if you're looking around the room and sweeping it under the rug, it's it's easy to avoid and just pretend it doesn't exist. And mm-hmm. that doesn't create, you know, that doesn't get you to the other side. That doesn't get you the results you you need. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to look at it square in the eye, have that strength to say, like, okay, this this is really hard. What this is, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get through this maybe, but I'm going to Mm -hmm. and reach out to your tribe, reach out to your people, let -hmm. them know what's going on. We're all human. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, we all go through challenges, you know, no one will judge you based on that. Like, let's, you know, let's reach out to people. Let's help each other get through things. And something Mm -hmm. you said that was really powerful is not only allowing people to show up in your life, but also knowing, like asking how you can show up in their life too. Cause Mm -hmm. I think when we support our people as well, like it intrinsically boosts you, it makes you feel better that you're also giving back to that person in in whatever way they need. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you really talked about in our episode, just having that mutual relationship of, of support. So I, I love that. <laughs> well, it makes me think too. I mean, every, everything you talk about again, like just looking at it square in the ice, it makes me think, and maybe this metaphor doesn't land, but like we have someone come clean our house every other week, right? Mm-hmm. Because we might not see it, but if I really look, there's dust, there's dirt, there's grind, like all this, you know, or my kids, they're like, why do we need bath time again, daddy? We're not dirty. I'm like, yes, you totally are dirty. You're just playing <laughs> like with the I dirt. <laughs> like I, that literally you are dirty. Yeah. You know? And and they don't and they don't see it and they don't get it. And so we could just let it. I know, Tyler, that wasn't smart what I just said, but just move on. Uh, so uh, but, but like it, we we could literally they could just say, well, I don't see it. Right. There's no dirt there. I like and But if we looked closely, I mean, even in the metaphor of like if we took a magnifying glass, that we'd say, wow, there's dirt everywhere. Right. You would see it. You would notice it. But it's like so much of our life is spent like glancing quickly at things or or like scanning quickly because we just don't want to see what's actually there. Right. Yeah. And if we paid attention, we were able to say, you know, even like my kids, like, no, I, I am dirty. I need a bath. Right. Like, you know, something like that for our own lives. I need my house to be clean. How often do we stop and say, I got to clean out my own mind. I got to clean out what's going on with me. I got to figure that out. Right. Like it's amazing to, and I do this, but it's amazing to me how often we will clean our homes and forget to clean out what's going on between our ears and wonder why things are hard. Right. And wonder why, or like you said, Athena, how, People can be embarrassed to be like, I have someone come clean my home and be like, everyone's house gets clean or, or in the real estate space. It's just amazing how many times you show up to someone's house and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's so dirty. I'm like, it's not dirty compared to mine. And the only reason you all of a sudden feel bad is because I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad. Hey, guess what? Oh. You're struggling. Don't feel bad. I've done that too, right? Like, it's okay. I've made a ton of mistakes. Like one of the things I work really hard at, honestly, when I'm speaking 
is to make sure I lead with, here's a story of like a huge failure because Mm -hmm. I don't want you to think because I'm up here that I figured it out and everything's going really well. I've made so many bad decisions. Just ask my team, ask anybody that knows me so many bad decisions, but I'm still here. And that's the beauty is you're going to make bad decisions. Things are going to happen to you or you're going to cause them to happen, but it's okay. People around you want to help. And if I tell Tyler, dude, I really screwed up again. He's not going to be like, well, you're an idiot. I mean, you might say that first, but then he's going to say, up. yeah, I'm just kidding. But then he's going to say, bro, how can I help you? You yeah. know? And it's just that that's exactly what it's again. I, I think just thinking about what you've talked about and not isolating yourself. Um, all of that I is know, so good. Can I piggyback off that? Yeah, please. So piggybacking off of that, um, I think, you know, something that we talked about on the pre-show was turning like adversity into opportunity. And I think if anyone looks back at their life and looks back at the most formative moments in their life, it generally comes during the most challenging moments of your life. Mm -hmm. And if you can remember that, you know, what you're going through is most likely leading to something so much better than you could ever imagine, Mm -hmm. then it gives you that, you know the edge to keep going and the mental toughness to keep going. But mm-hmm. no one looks back at their life and it looks at the best possible moments and was like, Oh, that's what created me or mm-hmm. formed me into the person that I am today. Like you look mm-hmm. at the most challenging moments that you didn't understand that you're pulling your hair out. Like, why is this happening? And if you can lean into that, like really lean into, you know, being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. then that's where the most growth as a human comes from. And that's where you Mm -hmm. can really find out what you're made of. And that's Mm -hmm. like challenge brings clarity on Mm -hmm. what your identity is. Mm, That's That's so good. I, so Tyler, I want you to take us home, buddy, but I, I, again, just another metaphor that maybe makes no sense, but the idea of staring it right in the face, like looking it right in the eyes, right? It makes me think of, you know, the fairy tale stories. Tyler's smiling, like, what's he going to say? I don't know yet. Uh, I think I do. So, but like the fairy tale idea of if, if, if you're this knight and you're going to try to rescue the fair maiden or whatever, and you've got to kill the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't kill the dragon, become a dragon slayer and rescue the fair maiden. If you don't look the dragon in the eyes and say, that's what I need to take on. I'm going to take that on and I'm going to overcome it. Right. You will come back as a dejected, as a, you know, a, a whatever, whatever you are, because you were like, well, I didn't really see the dragon or I got too scared to even admit that it was there. And so I ran away and here's this fair maiden, like, well, who's going to come help me. And now you're back and like, you shouldn't be a knight anymore. Right. Maybe I took that too far, but unknighted. the point, the point is, yeah, they're, they've been unknighted. Um, <laughs> the point, the point is though, they got to look it in the eye. If they know what they need to overcome, well, excuse me, if you don't know what you need to overcome, you don't even know there's adversity. And therefore, like you said, uh, Athena, there is opportunity in adversity, but only if you look at it in the square in the eyes. And yeah. I just love, I love that idea. I love the imagery that you painted there. Um, so, but T man, I, you mm-hmm. never get to take us home, buddy. Mm-hmm. So make it a good one, buddy. What, what do you got? Oh yeah. Uh, I think that home. was, I think that was great. The last piece, mm-hmm. I was just going to simplify it all to say, We talk a lot about adversity through this. There's tons of really good nuggets on Thursday when you guys listen in about um, overcoming adversity, but just mindset at a really, really high level, Um, how to identify your tribe, to be in community with people that you care a lot about. Um, And and I think uh, the last thing I'll say is just about like really 
just clarity and cognizance and awareness. And we talked a lot about adversity here, adversity here in this, in this little bit, if we don't identify the adversity, we don't realize that we have options, right? If we don't look that dragon in the face, if we don't stare right at it, we don't realize that we can look at this in two different ways. If we pretend he doesn't exist, we eliminate any of our options. So to everybody listening out there, Athena is Good. phenomenal, amazing. Can't wait for you guys to listen to the whole show coming up on Thursday. Tune in. Uh, thanks for being here. And uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own perfect 36 touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.